Talking Normies podcast. My name is Chris Mother Loving Johnson. Oh nope, that's right. I can cut Chris Motherfucking Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pat. I'm Spidey. What's up, you guys? Hey man, nothing much, guys. You'll notice that our uh, fourth tune here is missing. Mm-hmm. He's out. He gone. He is uh, not feeling great today, um, and so that's why he ain't here. But we're gonna try on without him because we're a team, and so team can, uh, we can play one man down. We all gotta pull a uh, one quarter extra. We're that good. <laughs> weekend catch up. What you fools doing the weekend? Fuck the weekend. What you been doing over the whole week? How about that? Week catch up. I'm changing. Week catch up. Mm. What have you been doing over this week? Ah, shit. What have I been doing? I've been, you know what? Just working now. Uh, same old shit. But the NBA trade uh, deadline happened this week, so I was really focused on that. Huh. That was a big part of big part of life for you. Yeah, you know. Uh... Gotcha. Nice. Okay. Um, I did the uh, back to the topic podcast last weekend. Actually. Hey, yeah, well, shout out to I Eli and them up there. That was fun. It was a lot of fun. I'd actually, I'd love to go back and do it again. Um, who's better? What do you mean? Come on, who's better, bro? If I'm in it, it's great. Like, so on off on average. <laughs> but um, other than that, me and Bria have been preparing for. She's been doing. Uh, she's hosting the Galentine's Day event. I heard. Yeah, this what's weekend. that? Uh, basically, it's Valentine's Day, but just like for your well, ladies for and your friends. Yeah, for the where ladies. at? Where's she hosting? It? In my apartment. Our apartment. Oh, I thought this was like you guys were doing it like the like an official like you know Mm-mm, like nah, you guys send all some tickets and shit like that. Nah, <laughs> not yet. We're, we're testing the waters on that. Though. Yeah, it's low key. Yeah. You gotta be yeah, you gotta be on the end to get invited. <laughs> uh-huh. So we've been like prepping uh, food and like getting the apartment ready, mind different stuff for that and all that jazz. Nice. She's making. We made some homemade. We made handmade gyoza um, last night. Fire. Hold on, hold on. Are you gonna be there? Um, Are you a gal? So the question, basically, I'm gonna be in the office playing games for the two hours. Are you gonna be there getting to eat the food? I made the food. Man, fuck you! Bullshit. Yeah. Well, Bria made the food, but I'm over here. Maybe you guys should hook up. Eating pasta. Maybe you guys should hook up and eat pasta together. No, I mean, he's playing video. I'm going to be there there to help Bria, too, so she can also enjoy the night. Yeah, most likely. All right, I'll hop on with you, man. Yeah, I need someone to run through DMZ with, man. All right, yeah, yeah, I haven't played DMZ. You guys stop playing that game? Bro, hell yeah, what do you mean? That's crazy. So, last week I did a little bit of bus work. We drove up to Noblesville, but on my drive, I was listening to... It's Bert and Bill. It's the Bill and Bert podcast. It's a... Fuck. Why am I blanking his name? Bill, Funny Bill, White, Burr? Ir- Bill Burr. There it is. Nice. And Bert, I forget Bert's last name, but he's the dude who's got that stand-up routine where he's like, I'm the machine. Uh, Bert uh, Kershaw. Yeah, Kersh- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was listening to that, and this is, I, I, I wanted to preface this because like, I've been listening to podcasts, so I'm trying to like, kind of get like a vibe, right? So I started listening to it, and Bill Burr was, he had on some other comedians, and they started talking about the NBA, and I kid you not, for 10 straight minutes, Bill Burr was just mad yelling at his buddy about the NBA. And he was like, why are you yelling at me? I didn't even like, I kind of agree with you. What the fuck? And Bill's just like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, it's bullshit. You fucking know. You got all these guys down there just making a dream team. And he's just yelling. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. 
I'm gonna give this podcast one more try because whatever the fuck this is is not for me. Like that's just hilarious. Next next podcast. Next next episode. And that episode was um I don't know how I got to it, but it was, they filmed it during 2020 and they were talking about the lockdown and shit. But uh, Bert was in I think Slovenia or Serbia filming a uh, movie because of his whole I'm the machine thing. He's like a Slavic fucking hero yeah. over there. So he's doing movies and shit over there with them, which is tight. And they're just talking about like success and like how you should go about doing movies, but just also how you should go about um, being comfortable with the level of success that you have. And I was like, okay, this is interesting, and I'm here for this. And not once did he just... Bill Burr just got mad at another one, bro. He was just yelling for 10 straight minutes. <laughs> That's Bill Burr. The NBA I like I Bill Burr. Like, Burr yeah. I, I am confused. Like, who, who I appreciate Bill Burr because I feel like he's that random angry voice in my head sometimes. Where you're just like, you should keep all of these thoughts inside. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I hate that thing now. And here, I feel like he's my spirit animal. <laughs> uh, so yeah, did that. Did some uh, some old bus things, and I dropped off some art. I have an art show this weekend. It Ooh, is erotic sure. art. Uh, this art is not, in my opinion, erotic, but it features some nudity, so it's gonna fit with this. And uh, I was kind of bummed. I like I I had like a really stressful weekend and when I was really tired and shit I had to go visit some family in the hospital and all this and that and I was just kind of burnt out and on Monday I had to go drop off this art and I was like man I don't even feel like doing this fucking art show I was kind of like meh about it mm. but I went to go drop it off and the artist I didn't know he was the artist who was like curating it and I dropped it off to him and I was like oh shit like Mike bro what are you doing here and he was like oh this is my thing I was like I didn't know I got invited by somebody else and we started chopping it up and like we're two people that know each other and I'm pretty sure he doesn't know my name. <laughs> So we've known each other for years, but he's just like, oh, shit, what's up? Like, we always see each other, like, at shows and shit, and, like, he thought John was my brother, like, for real, for real. He was like, yeah, man, I heard your brother moved to Florida, and I was like, he's not actually my brother, but just, like, talking and shit, and I was like, okay, that's right, I do like being, like, in art and, like, in the scene, and he has a couple of studios in this uh, space downtown, he does music out of one of them, and I'm gonna see if, like, he let me use it for, like, a video or something like that, I think that'd be pretty cool, so it was good, I was... I was kind of depressed and didn't feel like doing shit, but I went out and did it anyway, just to be reminded that I do indeed enjoy doing shit. So that's good. good nice. Uh, there's something I forgot to mention. I did over the week. What'd you do? So this week, LeBron James became the all-time leading scorer of the NBA, and I watched that game. I was, uh, I would watch that game, and it was really, 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 really fucking cool ass moment because, um, I used to hate this guy a lot. Like hate him a lot, like because like as a basketball fan, you know Lakers and Cleveland and all that stuff. So I and Kobe, so I used to hate him a lot when he first came in. But then all the hate I I had for him, and then he came to the Lakers and like he changed his game up. And you, didn't, you stopped hating him when he joined your team? Not really. I stopped. I stopped. I I started appreciating him a little bit more when every time we would like. So a lot of people would poke holes, not just me, but a lot of people in the NBA would poke holes at his game, and then they're like, he would overcome those. And I'm like, oh, cool. So he's he's evolving, changing his game. And for someone to play, be able to play for twenty years, twenty years for at a high level, he like he did amazing. Like you got to you got to be able to change your game and like adapt. So for him to be the all time leading scorer, and for me to watch that, because obviously the record has never been broken before. The record was been, was around for forty years, and has never been broken before. So for me to witness that and see him overcome everything and everyone knows me on the channel that i probably don't cry a lot or anything like that oh, but i actually shed a cry. tear when he apparently my mic hasn't been on but now it is oh uh, uh, they, they would have caught me through yours a little bit so it's fine okay i thought i heard you um but yeah it was i i shed a little tear i was like damn i was like i can't believe i got a little choking up about this but 
That's kind of yeah. weird. Of all, of all the things that I've I've seen, yeah, bro, but he, be, he uh, yeah, because like he <laughs> fits for Pat. It, it was like he was, but he became like the number one scorer like of all time. He's seen it, and then like Kareem passing him the ball. It was, it was, it was, a, and for him to share the whole moment with his family, because like one thing you could tell about LeBron James is like he is a good dude, like a good family man. As soon as he hit the bucket, he wanted to celebrate, but he did not celebrate until he had his two sons, his wife, and he wait, he pushed people around, like not literally pushed people around, but make sure his daughter, his young daughter, got onto the court, and that, that's when he let go, and that's when he was able to, be able to celebrate. That just shows you that he truly cares about his family. You know what he's not good at? Acting. I don't know. Go yeah, watch cool. House Party. Roast it, huh? Go watch House Party. House party. He's in a new house party. Yeah, this is his movie. He he, that's his butt. Like his oh studio made that movie. Oh, I, I'm man. scared. And we should watch it oh. next, next, next. You know how we do a weekly movie? Then let's do that. Let's do that. Well, well, here's what's gonna happen. Compared to the old house, party. about to say, listen, you gotta listen, watch the old the house, 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 house party. party. We'd have to watch the old house party. I know the old house party. That was my shit. That was my shit. If we do that, it's gonna be a double feature. Like there's no way we were talking about both movies in one podcast. Let's do it. We'll save that. All right, bet. Yo, what up, Brex here? What up, everybody piling in? So uh, there's a couple of shows that we're watching now that we got to watch for the first time this week that we kind of want to gush about. Oh, yeah. Evan G. Lion. I don't know. Oh, my God. We're watching Evangelion Neon Genesis Evangelion. Pat, it's bro, bro, it's, it's baller, man. It's fucking giant robots fighting giant monsters, and it's it's yeah, awesome. You might it, fuck with it. The animation's crazy looking, I'll bro. Still right? Huh? Little, no, it's a little bit of... Uh, computer work in there. Yeah, too. a little bit of computer work, yeah, but a lot of nice. hand drawn shit, man. It looks oh, shit. looks wild here. Just let me show you. Let me show you what the what, what, what the main giant robot looks like. What was that? What was that even called? Are these like Transformers? Uh, Eva, it was just O two, right? Oh, I saw Evan Mendes pop up for a second, and then I see Oh, there it is. Look, bro, they're running around in these things, man. This thing's fucking terrifying, bro. It's like, it's like it, Transformers. It's like the it's like the yeah, size of a building. All right, pops out, just fighting. Oh, shit's crazy, bro. For my people. Uh, so, yeah, Evangelion's fucking wild. We're only three episodes in. And yeah, we haven't seen a lot of fighting yet. Kind of feeling it a lot. Just the tone, the vibe, the look. It's, uh, yeah, it, it reminds me of Bebop. But here's the thing, is that Bebop's got a lot of style. And then, like, some substance. And, and it's a good substance. And Bebop's one of my favorites. So I'm not shitting on it, right? That's, like, it's a part of the experience, right? But this one seems like it's got a lot of style, kind of bringing a lot of substance already. Yeah. This dude, he's a bad, he like his dad, like uh, he invented some of the fighting machines and he gets his son to come out. And the son's like, I don't know, how old is this kid? 15, yeah. And he's just like, hey, uh, day one, he's like, uh, get that giant robot, go fight that alien for me, bro. And the kid's like, what? I don't know. He's like, come on, man, just go. Just go, 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 and like, go they it. say he hasn't seen his dad in X amount of 15 years. years. Like, yeah, 15, about 15, like 20 years or something like that? It's been, it's been a while. Or it might, yeah, he might be a little older and maybe he hadn't seen his dad in 15 years. Yeah. Like, so, how are robots able to reproduce? No, 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 no. Like, we don't know how they built these robots yet. We don't know anything about them. Yeah. Now. But we do know that giant robots that kind of look like them called angels are coming yeah and attacking every once in a while so like yeah, yeah, yeah. kaiju fights blowing shit up and that's cool yeah it's so yeah, these motherfuckers bopped a nuke like, <laughs> yeah right yeah. One, <laughs> steps on a nuke and he's just like hey, <laughs> give me about five minutes i'll be ready to go again yeah it was a problem uh all right and the other show that we're watching is you 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 pat how are you feeling about you so far hold on spider are you watching you um not with you but, but you're watching are, it. Okay, yeah, so yeah, where are you at right now? So we're I'm like, I'm two episodes in. Okay. okay. We're thinking that's where we were at. Yeah. We're, three, we're episodes. three episodes in. Yeah. We just we won't talk about the but, third one. Yeah. No. I the U is great. It's my one of my favorite shows that we were reacting to. Um I love it because I love Toxic Joe. <laughs> and we like you know, I like like it's 
it's pop yeah. popcorn eating time and it's good drama and like the show is meant for you to love toxic joe it's like you, you're supposed to root for him it's meant for you to root for him so like it's like like you know this is like shows like you're meant to root for the bad guy so oh, that's why i like it and i i'm kind of disappointed in this season because it is not as hard hitting for me it hasn't like got me into it as the last seasons i feel like the last season like the within the second or third episodes like damn all right i'm in next episode next episode next episode but this one bro it's maybe slow down or i really do think it's the b characters your side characters that he hasn't murdered yet <laughs> <laughs> just implicitly he's, he's gonna kill yeah. them all yeah real shit i actually gotta feel that so far um the, the side characters haven't grabbed me like none of them have done a good yeah, like, they haven't done a good acting job or they haven't been written well they haven't got me. I think it's the writing. The acting's always really good in, in you because these people are supposed to kind of play people you're supposed to hate. They're all Angelica, and they, they do it to a T. <laughs> like, every character is Angelica. And, and real quick, I just want to say, um, we're reading comments. Uh, Puffy, sorry, Gern, Puffy's been asking for Gurnlogan for seven years. Puffy, Gurnlogan's <laughs> going to happen. I'm going to watch it at least. Uh, we are going to watch the movies to finish, and it is going to start after Cyberpunk. And no, we do not have Akira on Blu-ray yet. Also, did we, we watched the cure. Though. We did watch the cure, yeah, but I, I'd watch it again on Blu-ray. Gonna, yeah. I'd watch the movie a hundred times. Uh, the other thing too is that you is going to be binged and then coming out. So keep an eye out because a lot of you is about to be following yeah. out. Nice. Um, yeah, it was some side characters haven't got to me. I feel like the side characters in the past seasons have really got to me. You got your forties, you got your Delilahs, you love, you love, like all these side characters got you. Like you know that you, you, you. I don't know. You were invested in them. I, I have not invested in any side characters at all. I um. I'm not into the mystery part. I don't know why. I so here's the thing. I guess this is what I want from from you. I want to see Joe pay. I want to see him get ripped apart by wild dogs in an alley. Mm-hmm. You know, I can feel that. Yeah, and so, but and I, it's like uh, with uh, spoilers for Game of Thrones with Joffrey's death. It wasn't satisfying enough for me because I hated Joffrey so much. <laughs> And like I dislike Joe so much that him being tortured by his own mystery is fine, but like I really want it to pay off. I want, I want to feel like I'm seeing him get his comeuppance. You know what I mean? Mm. That's what I want. I, I want him to pay. And right now it's kind of cat and mousey, kind of tortury, playing with his emotions. I I want I want to I want to see him pay. I think he is paying. I think he's got suffering through it because oh, I like. I like watching how his brain works. That's why I love, like, specifically when he you get to hear him talking. It's a whole inner monologue. Right. And I love how it's a different voice. Like, it's his, just a lower, calm tone of voice, and then you hear him speaking. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, that's how it's like, oh, works. yeah, everything's fine. And he's like, I'm going to fucking kill him. <laughs> well, there's one part, uh, you haven't got to it yet, probably, but he sends a text message to somebody, and he lets the real Joe fly for, like, 10 seconds. And he's oh, like, no. no. Delete, 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 delete. <laughs> God, he's like, nope, don't, don't, can't send that, can't send that. And it's like, <laughs> Joe, bro, you're fucking crazy, my guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's see how he does that shit. It's fucking great. Yeah, I, I, I hope this is not his redemption arc because if it is, then that means the show's going to end this season. I kind of want more of a toxic Joe. So, you you, you give me ten a, years of him. You know, you have anyone that you think it is. Um. Yes. But yes, but I, I don't want to say anything because I may, I may, it may fuck you up in the third right. season. Because like, who do you think it is? Yeah, who do you think it is? I think it's Marianne. Oh, yeah. That, that's that's. See, that's I think that'd be interesting. But they did that already with love, right? Yeah. Yeah. And also, Marianne doesn't strike the person for me. To someone's gonna be able to cut somebody's finger off. It's one of all right. So 
in the movie, I'm gonna give me ten seconds for this diatribe here. In the movie Teeth, this girl has teeth in her vagina, and because of huh? that, yeah, she has teeth in her vagina. But for the movie to work, almost every man she meets has to be a rapist, right? Mm. So, in you, Joe's a serial killer, and what? So almost every other woman he falls in love with also has to be a serial killer. Hey, I mean, <laughs> that's a shoe fit. Yeah. So that's a you know that's like, I feel I Marianne would be interesting. The person who I think it is is the person who I think it is. If you guys watch the reactions, you'll know, but I don't want to tell Spidey because I feel like if you think it's that person, it's really easy to see it being yep. that person, but it still might not be that person. I don't know. Uh, it's a mystery. I'm just hoping that it's a satisfying mystery regardless, yeah. at least for like the kind of the, 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 oh yeah, Breck Bre- there's seen teeth. Everyone's seen teeth. <laughs> it's a, seen it's not a great movie, but it's, it's, it's fun. It'll, it'll go on. <laughs> I do enjoy that watching Joe figure stuff out like that. Like, I do too. Now he has to backtrack and find who this person is instead of like already knowing who they are and following them. He has to go and find them first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like with proper mysteries, every time you think it's somebody, it's like suddenly not. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched Dexter? No, I think you like Dexter. Dexter. Like, yeah. You like, yeah, you definitely. Yeah, Dexter. it's and that's what. It, also, I don't want it to be getting into Dexter vibes because it's already kind of skirting around that. So, AMC. AMC. What about AMC? They're charging premium ticket prices. How much is it? It's more. So your regular seats, <laughs> your regular your regular seat in the middle is going to cost. We're estimating here. Let's say your regular seats uh, fifteen dollars, right in the middle row. Closer to the screen would be like twelve dollars. Oh, so they're going to lower prices at the same time. And. My bad. And hold on, where are the premium seats at? No, premium seats are in the middle. So premium. So let's say the back of the theater is fifteen, middle is twenty. Okay. And the front row is ten. And is it the front row seats less than the normal ticket price usually? Yeah. See, then they're offering a discount. The okay. Thing. Now here's the thing. Who the fuck is gonna enforce that? Like who? Uh, I, like do, who? I do. I do. Because if no I'm, gonna force it. if I'm a teenager, I'm paying for the ten dollars yep. seats. And go back I'm there. sitting in the nice seats. Yep. And when you come to confront me, it's gonna be an issue. No, I'm not moving. I'm watching Bad Boys Four. Nah, I got my ticket. Fuck you. Yeah, I got my ticket. It's in my pocket somewhere. What are you gonna do? You can call the fucking police and tell me. Like, and then if I'm an employee, I'm just like, I don't care. I'm not at. I, I, I will tell you this. Yeah. I will tell you this. We thing. had a system that worked, and now we're adding extra steps. I don't yeah. think it's gonna work. I think the only way that system's gonna work is at the places where you eat and drink at the same time, like Bix Blue House. Yeah, those that would work there. But like, if you could talking about it right here, Ninety Sixth Street yeah. Galaxy, that shit ain't gonna work because nah. kids are sneaking into movies all the time. Nobody yeah. enforcing that shit. I just want you to think that you're a teenager, and if I'm a teenager, the only thing you told me is that all tickets are ten dollars. Yeah, exactly. right. I agree. <laughs> I, I I definitely agree. With or you, bro. even if you just wait a little longer and wait until the theater's a little more empty if you just look and you see that all no one sat there yep. empty, like, yep. yeah which is a thing that i've done as an adult because yeah. it's like i'm not about if i'm sitting if the movie didn't get filled up and like i got one of those seats and like no one's moving i'm just gonna fucking move like yeah no what are you care. going to do and also like, people i mean that uh, it's not even a big deal like people do that like when they go to like for basketball football games you get like the really high seats yeah. and no, no one's down there you just go down there like shit no no one's gonna be there anyways fuck yeah, I just I, I it's I think it's gonna be one of those things where like uh, with like Netflix like changing his passwords where maybe it was a good idea on paper. We're gonna see how it actually works in real life. Yeah, <laughs> not, unless yeah. they're gonna have police at the fucking theaters and really enforcing this shit. Nope. Nothing's gonna happen. All right, all right, all right. So that was a little quick one because we're kind of moving through. I got oh I yeah, I think the next one's the next one's my. Oh topic. no 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 hold on. I, before we jump to your topic, there's oh, a thing I wanted oh, to show oh, you to oh, see something. if I can get a thank you guys' opinion on it real quick. Hold on, I have to uh, connect my Bluetooth. 
You know what's funny? What? I didn't even look at the topics today. Ooh. So he was ready. All right, hold on. Let me see if this Bluetooth works. My fellow Americans. Oh, okay, here it is. Here it is. Okay. So, uh, guys, on the podcast, you'll be able to hear it. You won't be able to see it. You check this out. Have, have you guys seen? Have you guys seen this? Listen. No, it's two million views. God damn. All right, just listen. 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 My fellow Americans, capitalism is exploitation. Is this staged? It's a deep fake. So like what? So the whole capitalism exploitation is a thing I doubt we'll ever hear an American president say. I think they'd be murdered on sight. (laughs) Just our country runs on exploitation. That's a deep fake? So I don't. It's like so. What they're doing is they're changing. They're using his voice essentially against him. Like from this like mannerism. But like so, what if he just said? We don't we don't know which part of the speech this is. I don't know which part of it is deep fake, but it is a fake. So it could be I the whole So it could be the part where he says capitalism from afar, right? Maybe they took a different clip of him saying capitalism and like used the robot to make it sound like it's in this situation. And then when he says exploitation, he could have been saying anything is exploitation, or he could have been saying exploitation for any reason. So like American. it's super slick. You wouldn't notice, right? Capitalism is exploitation. And it cuts all these reaction shots. Who knows what the fuck uh, is this Schumer? I don't I don't know who this motherfucker is. Who knows the fuck this motherfucker is clapping for? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. slick, absolutely Damn. slick. This shit is dangerous, son. Yeah. Like, boys are just cooking up deep fakes that are like, if I don't, I'd be like, oh wow. That's a, but this, who do you think is cooking up these deep fakes? Do you think it's a politician's party? No, 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 no. So like, I mean, it's people? like. In my opinion, it's like 4chan ass motherfuckers. It's right. not not just malicious people, but people being like, I can do it, so why I wouldn't I do so it? Well. It's like someone else is going to do it, so I might as well do it first. You know what I mean? Like Just being like, the technology part. exists, it can be done. We're going to turn on the YouTube one day, and there's going to be a reaction channel of us the, watching something we've is, never watched before, and I'll just be like... That is too scary, because let's fuck? just say there's, there's someone does a deep fake, yeah. and I'm... I'm not trying to say uh, like third world countries, but they're 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 like they probably don't have the technologies that we do have mm-hmm. that we could probably like okay look around go to Twitter and see if this is fake or not. Mm-hmm. But some this defect goes out there and someone in another country gets this, this could start wars. Like he's like somebody can easily start a war over like a defake. Yeah, well, like, they could drop a bomb over a defake. Well, here's the thing, and this is probably should be on every country's list of things to do. We know the technology exists, so you want to be a little hesitant with. You know, what I mean, we get there. I think I'm not going to say every country, but a lot of countries have the technology to tell if there's a bomb in the air at the moment. Right. So, like, you want to be chill. You want to vet your shit. We almost blew up. World War Three was almost started in the 80s. I think it was because there was a Russian nuclear submarine that had some shit was wrong with it. And the codes were going off saying that, like, the U.S. launched its nukes. And so it was literally up to one motherfucker. I need to remember this guy's name. I remember by the end of the podcast because he's a hero. He literally saved the whole entire world. And he was like, that doesn't seem right. And so he waited before he pulled the trigger. Mm. And then he got the like feedback and was like, hey, the instruments are wrong. Like everything's fine. He, <laughs> the world, the whole entire world, the whole entire world. So like, yeah, seeing that shit is just like, man, I don't know what we're going to do. Like when we have kids, they're going to be like, how are we going to tell them what's true and what's not? No, Yeah. Shit. Yeah, you kids, your kids are going to defake you to get out of classes <laughs> and shit. It's too easy now to find any side of an argument. Like, any argument which is really kind of fucked up if you think about it but you can find any side of it like 
flat earth is still a thing. People still think the earth is flat and I can't prove them wrong because I don't care enough to do the research. Uh, Stanislav Petrov. You're a real hero, G. I know you're, you're probably dead, but shouts out to you, my guy. Stanislav Petrov, bro. What'd he do? He, did, he, he didn't he turn the key. Oh. He's a Russian oh, yeah, nuclear yeah. guy. He just, he waited. He my waited. guy waited. He said, yo, we're we like, we gonna ah, end it all. If, if we're gonna end the world, maybe I can wait 10 minutes. Right. We're gonna end all of it. Maybe. Let me be certain. Just let me, let, I know Russia is currently fucking up right now, screwing the pooch, as you will, but. They had a just, good time. That's the same the world time was just like, they had a good run. They, that's the same yeah, the world that though. Yeah, no, like this one guy what saved the whole literally all of us. <laughs> he should have a day. <laughs> yeah, he should. Uh but yeah, man, I don't know uh I don't know what we're going to do. Here's my idea. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start marketing um porno reactions. Huh. Okay. I'm gonna deep fake my face onto someone else's body who reacts to porn, and me and that guy will split the money. Huh. There it is. That's my plan. I can't see. See, I, I got no way to argue him out of this. Like, <laughs> I just don't think it's, I don't know. It's probably a great idea. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. It's, it's actually like, just me doing it. I'm like, that's not my body. I deep fake. That's someone. I just paid that guy. <laughs> no, no. You can deep fake the tattoos right on. Yeah, you can't? I mean, I literally assume so. <laughs> this is wild. It's actually just me doing it. Oh, I'm like, that's not my body. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the world is going to become. But like we have a new technology out that's like this deep fake. So this deep fake and chat GPT skin the shit out of me, bro. Yeah. What's oh, chat, I chat GPT. Chat, chat, what is, chat. What's chat GPT? Bro, it's just AI can literally do anything for you. And it literally is costing Google billions of dollars. Google. Wait, what awesome. do you mean? It can do so anything. what you can do is this is this is what I used it for. I was uh, a couple of days ago. I was like, oh, let me see if I can get chat GPT to write me a song. And it wrote me a really cringy song. But then like if you're like, OK, you're like refine this part. Right, refine this part. Not just refine. Tell it exactly what you want. Like, uh, and that in the fourth line, I would like it if it had internal rhyme scheme. And in this line, I would like it if you use more uh, imagery about mountains or something like that. Or right? You, could even you do keep doing that and defining and finding and finding it, and by the end of it, you'll have a pretty good song. You could also get it to solve math problems for you. You could also get it to write papers for you. You could also get it to write oh, code so for it's, you. Oh, so it's it's pre Jarvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what like, you I mean, mean you don't like it? No, no, no I like it. Look, look, look. But the thing is now, because like I, yesterday I was on Instagram, right? Yeah. And someone, so I, I love this because I think I know what you're gonna say. We're gonna talk about it. Keep going. Now. Yeah. So I was on Instagram yesterday, right? And someone wrote a, a sick song. Like the beat was dope. I was like, holy shit, this is dope. And then the guy's like, it says no more ask you the guy, right? Mm-hmm. He wrote a song, and then he had. He's like, I wanted to hear an NMs. Like I want, I want an NM to, like have an NMs mannerism. All right. He wrote a song having NNS mannerism, but NNM didn't even write that song. Yeah. But so he wrote a song that, yeah, but here's the thing a person can do that as well. Yeah. If a person is like, I want to write a song that sounds but, like Eminem, you listen to a bunch of Eminem, you get it down, you write it. I know that yeah. ChatGPT can cut out the middleman, but it's already a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just, but the, it was a banger. <laughs> I think yeah, it, I mean that's surprisingly it's it's AI. Yeah. I, but it's also like also people are just going chat GBT besides Google to like it's because now that's the new search tool essentially or like to get shit done for you. Mm-hmm. And Google's just losing a whole bunch of money. And they, Google came out their own version and they actually demoed it, I think yesterday or day before and live and the solution came out wrong. So since the solution came <laughs> out wrong, they lost a whole bunch of money in the market, bro. Damn. 
it's, I think it's got bored or something like that. Chat, GP, or chat, something like that. GPT is all right. I think it's fun to like mess with. I think it's fun to help you write songs. This guy was doing one where he was asking it to write a jazz song for him, and it, it shit the bed a bunch on that too. There's some things. It's getting better, and eventually it's gonna be better. Eventually it's gonna be. Here's where I do think that these things are gonna put people out of jobs. One, y'all aren't buying art from artists. Period. It's just let's be for real. And by y'all, I mean all of us. I buy a little bit of art from artists every year. I maybe spend a thousand dollars, maybe, on art from actual artists, and then songs like. Um, we all pay for Jay-Z songs or who the fuck ever, Beyonce songs, Taylor Swift songs. We're all paying for that. But you're not paying for local artist songs, right? I mean, I think a lot of people, I go to I go to local shows when I can. They're fat sometimes, sometimes they're not. Let's just, people aren't already paying for art. So a lot of people being upset about this already aren't paying for art. I agree with so you. So the that. thing is going to put people out of is like, let's say I start a business and let's say I want art for that business. I'm just going to use an AI. Yep. That is going to happen. But also... Most of those people weren't paying artists to begin with. No, and sure, they would have paid an actual human artist to do it, which would have been good. But maybe in the future, you'll pay somebody to write the prompts for you the proper way or something like that. If someone will get really good at it. It's I don't want it to happen, but it's inevitable. I feel like people and, are going to want natural stuff still to the point where you'll have to at least like separate like AI art and I, natural You can't art. tell the difference, bro. I told an AI yeah. art to create me something and it... And I just had to put keywords in, and it created what I wanted. But you know I would I mean, pay- you can tell, like, you know, brush strokes or something like that. Like, if it's, you know, oh, it's kind of getting good at faking that shit. Yeah. But that's what I'm, what? yeah. Like, you would, so that's the thing that I'm saying is that, like, so let's say you do want to pay for real person art, right? Mm-hmm. I could just print it off. Yeah. But even still, like, if I'm like, hey, I want to pay Spidey for some art over this AI, let's say the AI costs me $10, Spidey costs me $100. Yeah. I can do that because I'm like, I want to support a human. How many people can do that? How many people can keep doing that? Once it's con- once it's convenient and cheap, yep. it's going to be the option. Yep. 100%. And then it, I don't know. You'll have to go to art shows. You'll have to actually seek out real art. It's it's coming. But people also buy books now because they prefer. People spend time on handwritten letters now because they prefer. People buy vinyl because of it. I don't think that actual real art made by humans is going to go away. I think the commodification of art is going to be easier for people just to be like click button make art yeah mm-hmm. which is scary because i make art and i don't know what i'll like my ideas are, I, I don't know i'll have to do more mushrooms i guess to fucking unlock crazy ass ideas <laughs> what is up everyone do you love drinking tea just like the rest of us normies then please check out the art of tea for delicious sustainable and organic teas the company has been around since 2004 offering hundreds of specialty teas using ingredients rooted in health and wellness All of the Art of Tea products are hand-blended in their Los Angeles warehouse, made to order, and guaranteed to be fresh. They literally have something for everyone. Check it out today and enjoy 25% off with the code NORMIES. Once again, go to artoftea.com and use the discount code NORMIES for 25% off. Yeah, it's going down. What are we going to do? Is it my topic next? Yeah, Pat wants to talk about the Superb Owl. Yeah, I guess it was Super Bowl week. It's no, Super Superb Bowl. Owl. Superb Bowl? No, no. It's a Superb Owl. No, it's not. It's Super <laughs> Bowl. Superb. You're in America. Get it right. <laughs> All right. So it's, it's Super Bowl. We got the seven, uh, not the, I was about to say San Francisco. We got the Philadelphia Eagles and we got the Kansas City Chiefs Woo! playing this Sunday. I'm excited for the Super Bowl. Um, I just want to ask you guys who's going to win? Who do you think is going to win? And what's your guys' favorite Super Bowl? snack or then if you guys have any super bowl jinx like superstitious or traditions that you guys do i genuinely don't 
watch uh, sports a lot. So I don't even know who's playing in the Super Bowl, but I do the know the Chiefs and the, the Eagles, top. man. What? My yeah. dad was a Chiefs fan growing up, so I guess I'm going for the Chiefs. All right, that's that's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. That's not bad. Um, you, what's your favorite? Uh, you do not do not eat just a bubble. Well, you don't eat snacks or shit like man, what do you mainly you're not, like. You not cook up anything? and cheese dip or like mm, barbecue. Someone's always barbecue. Barbecue like mac and cheese be a hitter. Like I like all the food. All the food. Yeah. Yeah, food. All right. Yeah, you, 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 you really stuck my man over here. All right, let me. I don't. I would usually answer like Spidey, but I think I might be able to do a little better. <laughs> um, but I, I'm going to go for the Eagles because one of my favorite bars in town is a Philadelphia bar. Which one? I'm not telling you. I'm not telling the internet. I'll tell you later. <laughs> I want people from the internet showing up to my favorite bar. Um, that's not my favorite bar. It's one of my favorites. You have to find it. Um, so that. And one of my favorite foods is a uh, buffalo chicken dip. Ooh. It's always Ooh. good and bad for you. Yeah. And for some reason, I can't stop eating it. I would have said wings. Wings is an obvious one. But buffalo yeah. chicken dip feels like someone always makes one. And it's just like, Jesus, this shit is trash. I shouldn't eat this. And then you eat it all. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm a fucking pig. Uh, and rituals, um, I watch all the commercials. You watch That's all the, the commercials? Commercials in halftime. That's my dead serious. The commercials, yeah. I hear the commercials are going to be weird this year. Why? I think, we, um, I think a lot of companies are going in on commercials together. Okay. So it's gonna be like joint commercials. That's wow. because it got too expensive. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, there was also one of my favorite episodes of Pinky and the Brain uh, dealt with them doing something to the sewers, uh, harnessing all the power of the sewers at uh, halftime, right when everyone went to go pee, because mm. everyone in the like Western Hemisphere is peeing all at the same time, yeah, and so, so they like funny. harnessed the power of the sewers to do something silly. And I remember that really well. <laughs> That's actually good. That's all. Yeah, I do the same with the commercials. But now it's to the point where you can, as like soon as the Super Bowl is over, yeah. mm-hmm. it's on YouTube. You yeah. can just see all of the perfect commercials. And it's like, mm. why you didn't watch the game? Yeah, why even? Like- <laughs> yeah, you get the halftime show. Who's halftime this year? Is Rihanna? Rihanna. Yeah, that's gonna be fucking sick. That's gonna be sick. Um, for me, uh, I love the Super Bowl. It's a big thing for me. I am root. I was. I didn't know who I was gonna root for. I usually don't know who I'm gonna root for until like. The day before, because I go through the whole Super Bowl week interviews and try to figure out who I want to root for. Okay. Right now, I came down to who I'm going to root for, and it's gonna be the Kansas City Chiefs too, because I want to see them win one more time, and then never ever want to see them make the Super Bowl again. Yeah, they got a post Malone in the team. Yeah, yeah, Pat, they got the Pat, Pat, Pat Mahomes. Mahoney. He's 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 been winning too much. He's been winning too much, and I'm, I want him to win one more time. And then the next five, ten years, I don't want to see him in the Super Bowl again. Let me see somebody else. This is his last you say time. the same about Tom Brady when you saw him there every other year? Yeah, that's the same thing about Tom Brady. But that motherfucker always showed up. Mm. <laughs> but my Super Bowl superstition is if like, if the Colts are playing or my one of my fa- other favorite teams are playing, uh, I will literally n- play a game of Madden. Mm-hmm. Mimicate the whole Super Bowl thing mm-hmm. beforehand, and then I will cook. All right, and if I lost that game, if I lost that game, then what I need to do is I need to play the game three more times, and I have to make make sure I win it two out of three. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, hopefully by that time, like my whatever I put in the oven is done and everything is ready to go. And then I that's my that's my superstition. But my favorite thing is the food. I love to cook. When, like, I don't really cook. So what, you do the Madden AI like simulated game. No, I play. Oh, you just play. But, okay. I, but I play on a, like, I, I sometimes I usually win. But there's there's one time I lost and I had to do the whole two out of three thing. Does it work? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Damn. It does not work at all, but I still do it. I don't know why, but I still do it. But for as far as food wise, I go all out. Like all the snacking is must like it's all on the table. We got we got nachos, we got chili going, you know, we got the wings. Buffalo, I you know I've never made a buffalo dip, but I'm not into buffalo dip like that. Well, I'm gonna say make why? one. It's super easy. Yeah, you just gotta just get fine. a one of those chickens. Uh, one of those chickens. You get one of those roasted chickens already? Uh-huh. From uh, Kroger, and you can just rip it apart really easy, and then that's your base for the chicken dip already. So, what's the sauce? Um, I think it's buffalo. like buffalo uh, ranch, something else, cream cheese or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's uh, look, it's super easy to make. That's why everybody makes it. You make it in a crock pot. I might make some. I don't, I don't even give a fuck. I might just do it. <laughs> oh, oh, NBA. Yes, actually, I don't know. They can't see the the internet can't see this, but when I told Chris I want to talk about the NBA for a little bit, this man wrote down M M. BA trades. I don't know what yeah. MBA trades uh, are. Master Business Associate. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, you know. You know that, but actually, MBA trade. Yeah. Paul, where do you watch the game at usually, Pat? You usually watch at home. At home. It depends uh, who's playing. If it's if I'm watching the Colts, I'm probably watching them with a whole bunch of people. If it's just like some games, and I don't I don't have that many friends that watch the Super Bowl, so mm. I'm watching by myself. I used to have a buddy. He moved, but he uh, he used to write sports statistics for the Indy Star. Oh shit! And so he would always have this big yeah. Super Bowl party, and by big I mean it'd just be like a fuck ton of craft beer, a shit ton of weed, and like really good food. Nice. And I was always watching there, and I loved that. And then he moved, and I was like, damn man, what do I do now? I also happened to see him. He was at Dameron's wedding for, uh, and it was. Uh, it was the first game of the yeah. season, bro. The, all he was doing, he was literally like getting ready and like watching super, watching uh, football. And he was, he was the type of motherfucker to just be talking to himself too. Just like, God, God, God damn it, fuck. I'm like, like that too. I'm like, bro, like off in a whole different world. Like, I, commercials come on, he's back alive for a second. Comes back on, he's just like, oh fuck, shit, back in. Like, just, I'm like, bro, you just you're in it. It's wild. I love at, it. At least, at least he's you know he's his voice is lower. My ass, I'm just yelling. Yeah, I, I'm in and I'm yelling. I'm in the zone. I don't even realize I'm yelling. I'd be waking up my mom when I'm like, watching the Laker game and sometimes. Oh, I sincerely wish I felt that way about things. Right. You guys do react when you go watch anime. I like a good. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I like a good. Uh, there's so much anime though. Yeah, you're, wish- like you know, if sports are on, you're into it. Like even yeah. even with music, if I get a, it's certain music, you know what I mean. I think all the all the things I'm into are so there's so many of them <laughs> that you know it's hard to feel that way about all of them all the time. Uh, I would burn out. <laughs> I I think we cut. You get, I think it's just because you don't like sports. But I feel like if you if you like any sport, if you just like competition in general, you can easily get into it because like with competition, you want pick like you want to pick one person to root for, so then you're rooting for that person. So yeah, I like a good because like you invested. That's crazy because you know what I do love competition shows. Like we look for competitive shows to watch, but like. Sports just don't do it for some reason. <laughs> what, 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 what competition shows you watch? Uh, we just finished. Um, well, no, not finished because it's not done yet. But Physical One Hundred is a really good one on Netflix. Oh, right Spencer told me to watch that. Bro, that shit slaps. Yeah. Bro. Like even like right before we're like, all right, let's is this go to scripted? The gym. Huh? Is this scripted? Um, no, but it's all in Korean, so like the dub sounds scripted to me. Yeah, okay. but like watching I mean, it, they're reading a script. Right, exactly. So like, yeah, do I watch it in the? I watch it with subtitles. And yeah, that's just crazy. Like, nice. All right. I'm going to check that out this weekend. Yeah. I might have to, too. It sounds fun. But tell me about the NBA. Yeah, the NBA. This is what so Bill the, Burr was yelling about. The, yeah, so this is what happened in the NBA. A whole bunch of shit happened this yesterday. Tell us. The whole league changed. The whole league changed. We had Kevin Durant, one of the mega big stars, got traded to the Suns. And then the Lakers did a Hold on, where are the Suns out of? Phoenix Suns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that that went Kyrie from the East also went to and the Kyrie West. Played for the Nets. For the Nets, yeah. Both Kevin Durant and Net, Kyrie both played for the Nets. Okay, so they took two Nets players and they traded them into the to the West Coast. So okay. Then Kyrie went to Dallas, uh-huh. Mavericks. CJ's old team. Siege loves him right now. Nice. And then um, Kyrie, good at basketball. Very bad good at hot takes. Very good at basketball. No more hot takes, sir. That's what I've heard. Yeah, but but yeah, he's bad at hot takes, but he's very good at basketball. Durant. He's up in uh, Phoenix. Now they got a powerhouse. The whole West is competitive now. And if you like basketball, this is a time to get into basketball because it is wide open. Like usually in the past, you only have like two or three good teams and they just dominate everybody. Right now, the Western Conference, anybody could win, essentially. Okay. Out of like the four or five teams in the West. Like there's good comp. If you like competition, there's good competition. If you just like good, pure basketball to just watch games because there's. All the players are fully spread out. It's a good time to play, watch games right now, too, as well. I think I'm going to have to get into sports to bond with my family. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the reason why I'll do it. You know, honestly, that's how I got into sports was because of my uncle. Like, I wasn't into sports. When I came to the States, I didn't know anything about football or basketball. It was but, but my uncle was the one, like, the only time I get to hang out with him was, like, watching those things. And then he was slowly taught me the shit. So, You want to know why I fucks with soccer over the other sports? Why? Um, pretty reliable runtime. What do you mean? Uh, it's wh- more. It's, it's, it's a long ass match. It's it's ninety minutes. Yeah, you get four. Well, then you also get extra time. And even when you do get extra time, it's not that much extra. It's like five minutes and shit. But I, I I have worked. I I used to be a sports announcer. Fun fact: I used to be a sports announcer at the Colts Grill downtown. Terrible. Yes. I, I didn't know shit about sports, but I knew how to announce. I knew how to read shit. And there was multiple times during the Final Four, multiple times, and during football season, multiple times when I had shit to do after work, and we were in four overtimes. And I was like, I'm just never going to plan anything ever again. Plus, the whole point at the end of a football game, when the whole point is to move as slow as possible and run out the clock, hate it. (laughs) Let me tell you, if if you're supposed to work from 7 to 9, and you set up a date at 10, you're fucked. Yeah. And no one's going on a date at 11. <laughs> so, like, I would just be like. And then when I started doing the soccer games, I was like, oh, these end at a pretty reason, like, pretty consistently. Because they don't have that many timeouts. Even, and, and, and guess what? I'm kind of here to play the game. Fuck the strategy. Right. Play the fucking game. Clock's running. Good. Play the game. For real, you know, just the whole point, because like, basketball is only 48 minutes, if you realize it's 12 minutes. For, for, so, like, I, it's just I'm not of into most out. of the games. Gotta get, you got to get into the strategy. I, yeah, I'm not into most of the games for the strategy. I'm in the game, unless the strategy is how you're playing. And I understand that you're going to use your timeouts to, this is a person who doesn't know sports, so don't, don't get up my ass about this. <laughs> I understand that you're going to use your timeouts to effectively play them how you need to to win, right? And, I, and people flop in soccer, and that's kind of the timeout thing. And it's annoying, but, like, still still moving and that's all i want i just want the game to keep moving like fuck the huddle fuck talking but fuck all just go just i came <laughs> here to watch go and then also if you go to a soccer game in indy you can yell at professional athletes like personally yeah. for like 15 dollars, and i love that it's a lot of fun yeah just to be like fuck you you're right number 11 you a bitch and you know it like you yeah. can I, I like that yeah i mean you could do that in the pacers game too that's it true. depends, but you, every Indy 11 game is only like $15 for the fans. Uh, honestly, Plus all the cheering and shit. It, yeah. It's funny. I think I, I really get wrapped up in that because it's like there's a bunch of songs to sing where you taunt people. There's a bunch of cheering. There's smoke grenades. <laughs> and you get to, and the whole point is to come waste it. You know, I, I like that. If you want to watch a wild sport, go to, um, you should watch some Coke Peru. Coke Peru? They do it in like Kajikistan and yeah. all this other stuff. What is that? Um, it's a horseback kind of game. 
there's a pit in the middle that's basically the goal, and then there's a, a ball that you gotta. So, <laughs> so you ride the horses to hit the ball in. The, oh, okay, bet. So Do the like, horses uh, fight uh, each other. Excuse me. Um, Excuse me. Hmm? What did you say? Do the horses fight each other? That's what I thought you said. Um, like, can you? So like, not you really. But like, they, you, the horses are like bumping into each other, and like, it's it's pretty uh, shoulder to shoulder, kind of aggressive. Yeah. Uh, Probably don't bother the horses the much. Ball is the decapitated and behooved body of a goat. Um. Yeah. That's... Why? Why the horses? Why would they try to? What, I would just go out to the goat and try to eat that. No, horses yeah, don't I, you eat know, goats. I imagine, they eat carrots. <laughs> I imagine the uh, they probably like eat it afterwards because it'd be super tender. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, cookbrew. 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 That's, that's cool. I, I like one of the strategies I would yes. use. I would just provoke the other horses. I would just hit like have uh, hit the stick oh, with the other. No, you're, sir. you're on the horse. You, yeah, you're riding a horse. Yeah, I'll be the one riding the horse. Are you gonna try to piss off someone else's yeah. horse? Yeah. And what if they kick the dog fucking that's... wife out of your face? <laughs> I'm on the horse. Yeah, Horses but, kick pretty fucking high. Yeah. If they're known for doing one thing, it's lifting a man off the ground with a kick. Dude, and these horses, like the way they train them, these horses are full on like tackling each other. It's fucking crazy. That is why horses tackle each other? Bro, and they're getting up. Like, I want to see this. All right, I'd watch it for yeah. I, I wouldn't we'll, do it. We'll watch it after this. Yeah, I'm done to check that out. That's just dope. That's, that's, that's cool. So, 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 here we come. Everyone in the chat, if you watch the movie, please sign off and let us know. This yeah. is the Normies Movie Podcast portion where we talk about the movie that we watched this week. Yeah, this do the right movie. thing. Do the right thing. A Spike Lee joint. Let me read off some statistics about this movie. Uh, while I'm pulling them up, why don't you guys just tell me what you thought? No, no big things. Just tell me what you thought about the movie. No, I, I need like five, like two, three minutes to talk about. Okay, this. well, fuck it. I've There's already pulled up layers. There. Yeah, I, 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 I just want two to three minutes under under time. So I'm just gonna read a little bit of the uh, synopsis. This is from Wikipedia. For anyone who didn't read it, "Do the Right Thing" is a 1989 American comedy drama filmed, produced, written, and directed by Spike Lee. He also stars in it. Um, it's got Danny Aiello in it. Um, I'm trying to read off names you guys would know. By you guys, I mean the people watching. Uh, John Turturro, Samuel Jackson, uh, Martin Lawrence's debut into film. Uh, it's got Rosie Perez in it and Jean Carlos Esposito. Uh, the story explores a Brooklyn neighborhood simmering with racial tension between its African-American residents and Italian American uh, p- pizzeria owners, not pizzeria. It's a pizzeria, pizzeria. Uh, culminating pizzeria. in a tragedy and violence on a hot summer's day. I also to point out that there's a group of um, Puerto Rican men in, and a Korean grocery store. Owner. Yeah, uh, it's in Bed-Stuy. I've been to Bed-Stuy. Bed-Stuy's mm-hmm. fun. Boogie down Bed-Stuy. Let's go. All right. I just want two or three minutes and I'll let you guys. Yeah, yeah. Just give me give me your overview on what yeah, you thought about so, the movie, so, and then we'll talk about yeah, it. Talk about right. it. Yeah. When I watched this movie, I had no expectations, which I liked it, and I kind of expected that this movie to be obviously to deal with some like social injustice or racism because we're doing it and we're doing Black History Month. So I kind of had those expectations, but when I was watching this movie, I was like, "Damn, are we gonna get into that at all?" Because so far, it sounds when I was watching it so far, it, I was watching it like, "Oh, okay." Maybe we're gonna watch a movie about how Sal's gonna teach his son Pino to overcome his racism, and like I thought, he's gonna have that moment and that defining moment in the movie where he's like, "Oh, I, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, do something, do something, stand up for the neighborhood, and he's gonna like overcome his own racism and grow." That's where I thought the movie's gonna be going to. I was like, "Oh, damn, this is actually cool." Like that's what that's what I thought the tone in the movie is gonna go through. But then the last. 
10 minutes was totally different. Kind of kept it real in the last yeah. 10 minutes. Kind of kept it real, real. And I was, I love the movie because you guys are talking about there's so many layers. First, this was my first Spike Lee movie I've seen. Uh, let's be clear. And for the culture, it's called a Spike Lee joint. Spike Lee joint. That's what Spike Lee calls his movies. They're Spike Lee joints. I, I, I'm going, I'm going to talk about Spike Lee as a Knicks fan. I don't like him. So that's. Did you notice the basketball thing that happened in this movie? Yeah. Which was it? Which basketball? There's a very specific basketball thing that happens in the middle of this movie. He wore a jersey. That's the only thing I saw. All right. So Spike Lee wakes up wearing number 23, Michael Jordan jersey. Leaves the house wearing a fucking Jackie Robinson 42 jersey. Yeah. All right. And then later on in the movie, when Gene Carlos Esposito's bugging out, gets his fucking Jordan. I don't know what they are. They're not ones. Yeah. But he gets his Jordan stepped on. Who steps on him? Boston, oh Larry Bird! Larry fucking Bird Larry steps Bird. on his jeans, all right, and then it's a whole entire conversation that jumps into bugging out, being a fucking asshole, jumps into gentrification, and then homie's like, "I was born in Brooklyn." And they're like, "Oh, and they're like that's where it all ends at." But like that moment is like a specific like. If back in the day, apparently, like if you were in the fucking no, because there was always that rivalry and yeah. shit, then it was like, "Oh shit!" And hey, Larry Bird, uh, I've seen his house, and he's from Indiana. Yep. You can go uh, see that shit in French Lick. French Lick. Yeah. Uh, yes, there's a, there's a, like there's a lot. Of, I just don't like him as a Knicks fan. So like that's the perception I've had of him. Mm-hmm. So like to see him in this, like I have new respect for him um, because his acting wasn't bad. And there's the what what he, what he did for the '80s with filmmaking, like was freaking cool. Like you to, said some stuff about Indian soap operas that I didn't notice until you said it. So like he was able to draw like the in the in the show like. In the, like there was a scene they were when they're going back and forth like just like they're like saying racist stuff to each other or like t- like i guess the one where everyone's saying racist shit to each other no not, not, the, not, not that the, part not the very last scene but like in the in like in the, one of the scenes they're like going back but they're like it's like it was the whole neighborhood like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, you know yeah, they're, they're yeah. Just, they're, so during that when he was doing that like there's here's a bit of create tension in there without them yelling their voices really high, getting the voice level really high, and he was able to, without or having any sort of violence to show, but he was able to create that tension because like it was a very tense moment, and he was able to create that tension with just like how shaky, like to make it very shaky and like it close, like dramatizing the scene with the and to do that in the eighties like was I I don't think people had the creativity to manipulate. Emotions with filmography, like with cinematography, like yeah. that. So uh, to be able to see that, that was really cool. And the message, I love the power and hate thing when the guy was talking about power and hate. Radio Raheem, yeah, Radio Raheem when he's talking about power, like love and hate, and love, like you know, hate is always going to be the left jab, but the the right hook is always going to be love. That was a really cool analogy, and it's something that's really prevalent now. Um, so hold on, I want to get Spidey's in before we get to the rest, but you like the movie, right? I like the movie. There's just, I didn't like how the last 10 minutes ended. I mean, that's what we're going to, we're going to talk about that part yeah. in depth. Spidey, what about you? Um, same. I mean, I definitely love the movie. It was my first time ever watching it. Um, all, uh, like every layer to the point where like, if you've ever actually like just gone through the projects of the hood, like you can see each of these individuals, like the three old dudes on the corner. Just sitting there talking. Yeah, I, so, I never call another man sweet Dick Willie. I'm gonna call you Willie. <laughs> I'll even call you Dick. Yeah. But I call you sweet Dick Willie. That dude was fucking wild. Bro, bro was it's that dad from House Party. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other guy was it? Uh, 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 was Bro- uh, Burrell. Burrell. Yeah, I'd better say he was yeah, yeah. the wire. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the, like those three dudes, just homies hanging out like everywhere. Yeah. You go to Cuba, that's literally ninety percent of everyone, and they're all playing uh fucking. 
chess or uh, dominoes. But what, what what else? Um, and then I uh, yeah, I appreciated the like the aspect of uh Sal being like telling his son at first like yo I you don't understand that black people built this like we they helped us ra- raise us basically they they built but he said people like grew up eating his pizza yeah, he's, he's, like, part of his, that. he's like I watch these kids grow up I've been feeding his neighborhood he had like sincere neighborhood yeah. pride right so like for him it was the trying to teach his son like your own people didn't like that's why yeah. we left like your own people weren't supporting yep. no one was doing anything for us that's why we came here so like these people need to be respected and then it's the I, I like to look at the movie and think like if everyone did the right thing where would this have not happened like, <laughs> like if, how can we have stopped all of this right like, <laughs> if Sal would have paid him early like he wanted would have ended the, the home we would have ended differently he wouldn't have been at work that night but those the guys were still showing up that. but uh, that's he, what Sal was saying that's why in, Sal was like I'm not gonna pay you now because you won't be here later which is right. Mookie being a shit employee right he should uh, doing his job properly I think and here's the thing. All right, bugging out and Radio Raheem are both being assholes. I love Radio Raheem. I I just I I like him. I I don't know why. It's carrying Radio around. I kind of fuck with that. They're both being assholes. But like, you can't you can't go into someone's establishment and be an asshole and then also be like, why don't you do this thing I want and boycott them? And Saul, if people are gonna boycott you, be like, whatever. So you already said you already said. Look, he said, this is one of the best days we had. Yep. People grew up here on my food. So I didn't get to hear what other people were saying about him. But when, like, the four teenagers that Martin Lawrence is, like, a part of that group, mm-hmm. when uh, Bug and I was like, don't eat a sauce. I was like, man, I'm about to go get some sauce yeah, right here. Right. fuck out of here that shit. The neighborhood's already, like, everyone's assholes, kind of. But, like, the neighborhood's already got them. Like, Saul could have been like, oh, you're going to boycott me? Whatever. Saul, if you'd have just turned a blind eye to that not given a fuck, yeah. you'd have been fine. The whole shit would have been fine. Everyone just got tested and they answered with violence and like the heat too the, heat. the heat's also the, the heat the heat and I, and this what when i was growing up like i i what they were used ice used to get cool and like i that hit home a lot because like my parents would never let me turn on the ac they would never let me fucking t- i hated that shit i would literally had to sneak in on some ac hours when my parents were off work and then turn that shit back off <laughs> but like like it was yeah that like i always remember how to just take a shower just to like stay cool or like the ice, the ice was huge back for me back in the day. So like just those things, like they kind of, I was, they had home for me a little bit, but like when you're hot and the heat's on you, you're just going to be a miserable person. And I'm sorry. And I mean, man, there's, there's a, there's there's a the Boondocks heat. episode about this. Like, mm-hmm. like when, when it's a hot day, my whole family's shitty. Like so, it's just, it's just going to make you a shitty person. Also, we've been corrected. Sal. Sal, like Salveroni or some shit, yeah. not Saul. Did so I we're fucking. Saul? We've oh, all been yeah. saying Saul. Yeah, Sal. Sal, Sal. Um. So yeah, Sal's pizza. The there I, before we talk about the end because that's where we're going to like the whole movie. One, I like it that it's not just the black folks or the Puerto Rican folks that are loud. It's also the Italians. The, the whole the whole thing is even the Koreans. The whole thing is if you live in fucking Brooklyn, you're loud. <laughs> Everyone just fucking <laughs> loud. Like Lord have mercy. Y'all gotta stop fucking yelling. Once again, kind of reminded me of being like back at home, like in Gary, like parts of the neighborhood. Just you go there, it's just loud. Or being in Cuba, several motherfuckers aren't yelling at each other. Just everyone in Cuba is loud. Like some kid drags a rake down the street at like seven a.m. every morning for no reason. It's like, oh, that's the some guy just goes down the street and yells. It's just his thing. He's just like, I'm the yelling motherfucker, so everybody knows that I'm yelling. But like, it had that, it had that cool like neighborhood, and everyone was pissed too. And uh, one of the things 
I'm sorry, I missed out because I do want to talk about like respect because I think one of the things is no one in the neighborhood is really respecting anyone else. No one respects except, each other. Well, well, yeah. Except yeah. the mayor. The mayor. The mayor was what? Mayor was one of my favorite characters, bro. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, before we before we get to that, I did want to say the song playing throughout the whole entire movie. I want to read some of the first verse. 1989, the number, another summer. Get down, sounds of the funky drummer. It's a uh, fight the power. But hold on, let's get to other lyrics of fight the power. Um, ah, fuck. Oh, freedom of speech is the freedom of death. Freedom of speech is freedom or death. Uh, we gotta fight the powers. Fight the power, fight the power. They say fight the power a bunch. Um, but if you listen to the lyrics in the song, a lot of it's kind of just talking about the animosity and talking about fighting the power. And like that's kind of the theme song of the song, right? And like at the end of the day, it's gonna be about like who is the power that we should be fighting. And I think the obvious answer would be the police, but I think it's a little bit deeper than that. And like this movie also starts off with playing Lift Every Voice and Sing, which is like Mm -hmm. the black national anthem. We used to like sing that all the time in the school I went to back in Gary. And like, I think it kind of starts off with those two like cultural songs to be like, Lift Every Voice and Sing, like until everything happens ring. Like, and it's it's a good one. I think in the song says, we'll march on until victory is won. And then you start with Fight the Power, which is kind of like a more like modern Modern, take on that. And then it ends with two quotes about violence, but we'll get to those in a second. So, my bad. I wanted to mention that before we talk about the characters, but this is a good time to talk about the characters. Do you guys think Sal should have put the pictures in... On the wall? Yeah. Should he have caved? Should he have caved? I think he should have caved because like, he kept on saying how proud he is to feed the neighborhood, how they grew up on it. This is like... he, The neighborhood is part of him. Like yeah. he kept, so if the neighbor is part of you, then you should respect the neighborhood and respect their wishes. Otherwise, then the, like the neighbor could easily betray you because like the. It, I can see it. So like he but could. But Jade, like, who was talking. Well, the way that the way I don't agree the way they went about it. I don't Broken agree. Yeah. I don't agree how Gino was. Gene Carlos. Gene Carlos and Raheem. Spring. Yeah, like I understand that he is in a black predominant neighborhood and like whatever, but as he also. Bought that neighborhood. That's that that piece of property inside. Like, if he says no music, then there should be no music. You shouldn't just come yeah. in. Like, yeah. you should respect that decision. For sure. And like, also the wall thing. Yes, it should be on. Like, it should be like he should. It's, he should represent the whole neighborhood, but it's also his wall. He also said he'd yeah. been there for twenty five years, and I think that that's a big thing too, because yeah. he's like, I've been here for twenty five years, and it's like, damn. Like, I mean, you could. So if he was there for 25 years, he lived through the civil rights movement, right? And if he is aligning himself with the community and feels that it would be nice to see some civil rights leaders on the wall. I understand that it's your wall of fame, Saul, and you do get to put whoever you want on that. Totally respect that. But like, there's if there's going to be pushback, you should be you should expect that pushback. Mm-hmm. If I were Saul, if I was in a predominantly Sal, 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 Sal. Sal. <laughs> if I was Sal, all right, let's say if I was Sal and I was in a predominantly Mexican neighborhood and I'd been there for a long time and like I'm learning more and more about the culture, then yeah, maybe as I learn about more uh, like influential Mexican people, I might put them up on the wall too. That's just me though, like because I'm in this neighborhood, I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to be inclusive and shit like that. And I'm not saying Saul's a fucking dickhead for that, he's a dickhead for other shit, but Saul, like Sal, but Sal, like um, <laughs> he didn't have to give in, right? And Bugging Out needed to realize that too. And like I bugging out, he's bugging out. Motherfucker's name is bugging out. Yeah, like he's sick. obviously always on some shit. I've been like, Sal should know that. I've been like, man, fuck you. Like whatever, you can be as mad as yeah. you want. That don't mean I'm gonna do it. Radio right here. You about to come here and blast your boombox? Like Sal, you don't have to. I know it's a hot day. You don't have to yell and freak out and beat this man's box. I'm like, bro, I'm not feeling. I, I think you have to where like, Sal did a line. The yelling, I did, I, I did not mind the yelling and the cussing. I did not mind that because Sal told him before, don't do that in this restaurant. Yeah. The only thing I 
I had an issue was when Sal beat his thing up because that's yeah. that's the, that's his property at that point. If anything, what Sal should have done is laid his hands on his boombox and turned it off, yeah. not took in the bat and whatever. I mean, even still, de-escalation is a whole entire thing. But we're, let's just let's just run through some characters real quick. So, how did you guys feel about the mayor? Who the I mayor believe... is the low key the best character of the movie because you fuck with the mayor. I fuck with the mayor. Fuck the mayor. The mayor. I All right, feel... doctor. But you gotta remember, do the right thing. Hey, he, dude, he is he, bro. He gets shitted on so much by the whole neighborhood, but he cares for the na- the whole neighborhood so much. And that story that he talked about, um, like how like no one knows pain until you have kids and you can't feed your own kids and your wife is looking for you to do something about it and you came and do about it. That's real pain. Like, and well, what he do about it though? He didn't do nothing about it, but we don't know that. Like, were his five kids? I mean. We, he might have tried, like, like, but we gotta understand, like, we don't, like, he may have not done anything about it, and I, the the movie showed that, but I also thought maybe he did try and he just failed because not everyone is gonna make it, and not everyone, whatever they're gonna do, is gonna pan out. Mm-hmm. So I feel like whatever he did didn't pan out, and his family just left him, and now his, he's stuck with the neighborhood to be his family. Spidey, what you think about the mayor? I can see that. Um, I fucked with the mayor. He was alright. He. He's trying to keep the neighborhood together that it seems like he grew up in kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he thinks of himself as that, like, head honcho kind of walking around town. But he's also just the neighborhood drunk <laughs> kind of thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was cool, the the last, like the ending with him and um, Sister Mother. Sis, sister Mother. Sister them, mother. <laughs> them two being the oldest on the block and her, like, crying, looking at the building. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes Because at first I was like, why the fuck is she crying? It was like, this a is... staple in the community for her, and like they're watching that shit burn down. It's literally watching the neighborhood go up in flames for them. So. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot. There was a lot of deeper. Like when he saved the kid from getting hit by the car. Yeah. And the kid's just like he pushed me. I was like, man, beat this kid. Yeah, I, I did. Bro, I, I fuck did too. That kid. I know because I, I thought the mom was gonna beat the shit out of the. the right. I, I was like, please don't beat the shit out of him. Please don't. But I, yeah, but then also yeah, I'm glad that that was resolved. Yeah. Well. I like the mayor. Uh, I can see why people don't fuck with him. Why? Because he's an old drunk, right? But also, like, he's old. He's allowed to be a drunk. Now, listen, it's the 80s. All right. We're dealing with the fucking crack epidemic. We're dealing with over policing in black neighborhoods. We're dealing with absentee fucking black fathers. All right. How many father figures we see in this movie that was black? One, the mayor. And people kind of got some issue with him, right? Spike Lee's character was Spike Lee's character is also father. And was he a great one? Not there for his kid. All only thing we heard about this motherfucker being even from his sister was like, "Don't you take care of your responsibilities? You know which responsibility? He ain't seen his kid in a week, and they live in the same fucking neighborhood. That's an issue." All right, and I'm not. This isn't me pointing fingers. This is me talking about what the movie's talking about. No, that's that's fair. And so, like, I see when the one kid is yelling at the mayor and kind of going off. It feels like he's mad at the mayor on some personal shit, right? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. A lot of people taking that shit out on him. There are reasons. Everyone still has to do the right thing. I guess we can look at every single character next if they're doing the right thing or not. Mm-hmm. And like, I fuck with the mayor. He is old. He a grandpa. Let him get drunk. Let him do his thing. But like, for what he represents in the community, I can see why people don't like him for that. Mm-hmm. And for what his own story was. And no point in that story did I hear him trying to lift himself up or saying, I did this, I did that. Like, I tried all this, this, and that. He just gave out the picture and let you draw your own assumptions. So, like, I can see why people don't like the mayor. Yeah. He's a kind of a representative, like, and there's plenty of other reasons why uh, black fathers weren't around, especially during that time. And like, once again, we're gonna see later on the fucking movie, but like that shit, all that would stand in like 
he's there. I don't know. I don't know what he could have done to make anything better. I feel like the mayor is probably the most like fucking neutral good dude. Like he's just yeah. trying to do good shit. That's all he's trying to do. Getting his little beer here and there, being a bit of an asshole like everybody who's being an asshole towards the Koreans, but just like kind of just generally doing his thing. You know, was he being an asshole to the Koreans? I don't think. Uh, I mean, everybody. He just, he just, everybody he just, he was just, telling just, them about speaking English and shit. And he was like, "Here's America." Yeah. He was like, "I need to fucking highlight." He was like, "You uh, asking a big thing to make a man change his beer?" That's not being an, an asshole. I don't think he's being. Everyone in the movie was. I think there was a lack of respect. There was a language barrier, and they just couldn't able to communicate, and that was it. Yeah, it wasn't like. I found it to be a little disrespectful. I, don't think, I find I don't everyone think in the movie to be a little disrespectful. I didn't say it was racist eyes, instead of being an Yeah. Like, damn, okay. All right. Man, but like everybody does that. No, no, no. Everyone in this oh, movie is being disrespectful to each other, being disrespectful towards the neighborhood in general. Even Mother Sister was talking shit to the mayor. Mary ain't done shit but walk down the street in the morning. She's like, don't look at me, motherfucker. Fuck you. Yeah, She's like, you remind me of my ex husband. And I know. So the, and my tenant. And my tenant. The two motherfuckers I don't like. So, like, there's a lot of disrespect wholeheartedly. And it's a hot day. But everyone's dealing with Again, that hot day makes you disrespect. I'm sorry. Like, but yeah. that disrespect, I mean, it's not just on a hot day everyone's going to change the mood. This is some shit. Like, everyone here has kind of got a bone to pick with everyone else, except for the mayor. The mayor seems pretty also, cool. Also, the guy, the the three people that are always talking gossip. Talking oh, shit man. on the corner of my also, boys. My, that, one dude, funny, that one dude predicted fucking global warming in the 80s. I mean, bro, we've been known about global warming yeah, for a very for long, a long time. time. I did not know about it until, like, the 2000s. It's because people stopped talking about it. Yeah. Um. But, <laughs> no, um... All right, so characters, 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 running down, running down, running down. Uh, uh, I want to talk about. Now. Uh, I was on Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. Mm. So she, my first uh, time meeting her, or like seeing her, was White Man Can't Jump. Yeah. She was my first crush. This movie. I think it was maybe maybe one of her debuts. I had to double check. The, the White Man Can't Jump or this one? This one. This one. Okay. Yeah, I could. I could. I think this one might have been her debut, but I think she was great. But and I was hoping for her to have more of a. A bigger role in yeah, it. Yeah, she didn't have a bigger role because, like, she yeah, was no, the one her... dancing in the movie, and I'm like, okay, she's gonna be have a big, she's gonna be a star. This is her. Uh, this was her film debut. She does do this. She does this one thing in it, wherein because I date someone with a language barrier, that she let the like full on when she was like, stop playing, and he yeah. was like, stop playing. And I was like, oh, that's fucking, that's cute as shit. I like that. Like, yeah, I think they had a really good rapport together. But yeah, it would have been nice if she had a, a bigger role in the movie. Because also at the end, man, she wakes up mad. Like I was like, "How you wake up with this kind of energy? Bro. Ready?" I'm like, "It's seven a.m. But dog. I Mookie, just got Mookie, up." Mookie, Mookie be testing her though. Like, if you got a kid with it, with a baby, like with the girl, then you gotta see the kid as much as possible. Like, yeah, that was a weak kind of deal. We're getting, her, we're about to get her out. But yeah, I thought uh, that's what I was gonna. Uh, it'd be nice if Rosie Perez had a bigger role. But for her film debut, I think she did really yeah. well. Yeah. And dancing for five straight ass yeah, minutes. I was damn. Marquette was like, "Why is she dancing so hard?" And I was like, "It's a hard movie." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man, that's intro. <laughs> God damn, slow down. That shows a workout. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're about to make love or fight. I know. That's what I was about to say. Honestly, that's our whole vibe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rosie Perez is kind of scary. Yeah, but um, even Rosie Perez's mom was just being like, "You little piece of shit." I uh, also want to say, an Azum Pep is a black pepper. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a little racial slur. A little Italian one. What was it called? Azum Pep. Azum Pep. Uh, so let's let's talk about we'll the talk last about, minutes because like uh, I, I want to talk. I think Mookie's the main character. I want to talk about Mookie last. Okay. Mm, do we talk about Mookie? what do you guys think? Mookie last or solid them now or Mookie now and solid them last? Solid them now and Mookie last. All right, Sal. 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 So Sal. what do you guys think Sal. about? Uh, I want. I want. I want to hear from Spidey first. I want, yeah, I want Spidey's it. take. Spidey, Spidey, what do you think about the, the the Sal family? Yeah, like I said, um, I feel like I like how Sal had respect for the fact that 
the black community is what got them to where they are is like being a successful business. Uh, but then that the end where you see the the little closet racism that he has there, like once he's finally pissed off, he's just dropping hard R's. Just yep. Yeah, at the he's like at the end of the day, even everybody over there was like, "Oh, sweet niggas now." Damn, right. so. Like, damn, we were there, and everyone was like, Yo, we got your back. We had his back. It was like, Yeah, because yeah, they like, loved his pizza. Now. Like, that's fucked up. Sal, 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 Salvador. Um, and you can tell he's not, I don't know what the relationship is with the mother at all, mm-hmm. but uh, he's not raising his kids right. He's not. He's not. <laughs> like, they shouldn't. I, I get the whole trope of like, the brothers are going to fight and boys will be boys, but like, you can't shouldn't be fighting over this random dumb shit they and fight over them yeah, yeah. one shouldn't be a supreme being racist right <laughs> he's like i've been reading and and funny, like, what have you been racist. reading sir he's a racist but most of his icons are black people did not make sense uh, that, right that is the sh- that you won't talk about some nuance that moment is fucking chef's kiss yeah that movie so is who's amazing. your favorite ball player who's your favorite actor yeah who's like, your favorite I, musician it's like it's like prince and he's like come on man he's like so what we niggas now but like dang and he's like well they're not you see him trying to reason right yeah. like, well, they're not like blood, john Turturro blood. lays out like a, a a brief moment a brief uh, peek behind it he's like well uh currently listening to us uh on the back end of the podcast fun fact uh we record these live and we have a lot of technical cool takes and opinions and technical difficulties sometimes all right body what'd you feel about the killing of radio raheem she was unjust um yeah, that shit's still happening very prominently. It's it's wild to me to nineteen eighty nine in the movie. Yeah, yeah, like for it to even be that old, for it to be in the movie, I mean, it's also been happening, you know, well before that as well. Um, and we are in twenty twenty three, and this just happened again. Didn't yeah, it? yeah. So I mean, it's how long was it happening before we knew it was happening? Right. Like, what do we even call it anymore? Like, it's 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 it is sad, but now it's just a thing that is like. It's a norm. Yeah, what do we do? Kind of always been one. It feels like we just now get to see it on camera. All right. Um, so, all right. So, oh, yeah, I, your, yeah, your take. Yeah, my take. I, yeah, my, oh, I lost my train of thought now. Fuck. Well, they killed Radio Raheem. They right? killed Radio Raheem. I think it was, like, it's the, I don't know it was Mookie or the guy in the yellow tank top said it. It was the perfect line. He said, they killed him over a radio. That's yeah. Essentially, like, the 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 guy died over radio like that that was just that's just like it wasn't anything else it was that's why he died something small as a radio that's just stupid i think in any other neighborhood that's just a fight yeah i think in this neighborhood that's already at this point that it's more so we're gonna talk about what mookie did and i want to know you guys take on it too so at the very end mookie throws a fucking trash can through the window kicking off a full-on riot yeah um for Radio Raheem, why was it the right thing? What did he, did he do the right thing? Thesis I, of the movie, and why do you think he did it? Technically, no, but I, I and the whole movie is surrounded by everyone not doing the right mm-hmm. thing, and I think you're supposed to look into why uh, everything. Most of those things are like circumstance of you know where they are, where they're being raised, how they're growing up. Um, I don't think starting a riot is you know the best idea most of the time, but also Sal burned every bridge at that point like and then especially someone like uh, this whole neighborhood of people that are there to support you and then you busted up the radio like you know who that is you know why he has the radio you know whatever like, it is. so why does he have it what was this well uh, that's just that's his thing whatever it is to me that's probably some sort of a coping mechanism okay you know i mean it's his uh 
emotional support dog. Emotional, you know what I mean? Like emotional support radio, right? So like, yeah, to destroy that, it was fucked up, and the whole neighborhood's like, man, you know, like that's that's his shit. Like you saw when they were playing, messing with the uh, fire hydrant, yeah, and he's walking by. They even like calm the water so that he can walk by with his music and not have to worry about getting his radio wet. He gets into it with the Puerto Ricans to see who has a lot of radio. He's a fixture in the community, regardless. Like, damn. Um, so you don't think he did the right thing? No, I also don't think he did the right thing. Either. Why do you think but, he did it? Hold on, hold on, Spidey. Why do you think he did it? Uh, it was it was time like that. Power had to be fought. Sal's was a stable in the community. All the black people would help. Oh, I remember the first time I watched it? Yeah, yeah, we're about to wrap up. I remember the first time I watched it. I um, I felt real big bad for Sal. Regardless, I still kind of feel bad for him. I'm, I'm not gonna lie; it's hard for me to watch it and not feel bad. Oh, I for feel him. bad for Saul. Still being a piece of fucking shit. He's still racist. That's just me. I have empathy. I can't help it. This is not me saying that like he's some fucking pillar of the community. Like he fucked up. And Mookie throwing this fucking trash can is like it's fucked. But also, I do think, and I don't know if Mookie did this on purpose. It takes a lot of heat off of Sal. It puts the aggression directly towards the restaurant. Which is just a restaurant. And, and like, actually, it actually could save them because they're safe. Yeah, and like even the mayor took them across the street and shit was just like, let them. And like, I understand that Sal is mad, real mad, right? But like, they were already kind of talking about like, he was like, how long are you going to be in the neighborhood? They even mentioned, he was like, oh, well, Donald Trump's going to put some towers up over here later. Mm -hmm. That motherfucker is evanescent. He's ever, 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 he's ever present throughout American history, apparently. But um, yeah, so like, I get that Sal's mad, right? But they took the pressure off of Sal and his kids. Right, so no one's gonna hurt them. They're fine. And Radio Raheem lost his life. Sal lost his property. Yeah. And even the news the next day was like, "Oh, the mayor is gonna get down to what's happening here. They won't let the damage of property stop anything. Mm -hmm. What about the damage to life?" Yep. All right. Yep. Right. Yep. yep. Like if you fuck it, right? If if you if this is a cage, you're gonna get mad when people try to tear down the fucking cage. Not that Sal's is a part of it, but it's emblematic of the whole entire thing, right? Like, mm -hmm. now I go kick in a fucking CVS or a Target, like, fuck the places, right? And, like, if a riot, when riots do happen, like, things get caught up in it that aren't exactly representing of the problem, but I think that a riot isn't rational. It's not... A, a, a rational attack is a rational attack. Right. A riot is chaos, right? And that chaos comes from somewhere, and it builds up and bubbles over. And, like, so, did Mookie do the right thing? In my opinion, Sure. I have to have the hot ticket there. He did the right thing because if he didn't, Stalin might have got beat up and we didn't want that. That's no, true. I, I also do think that, babe. And that, it's someone's property versus someone's yeah, life. And I think that's what, I think that he created a distraction for that. Um, I also too. think that what the end when Mookie says, like, you're, like at the end of the day, you're still going to get your property tax, like your yeah. insurance money from this, so it's not a big deal. Like, like, I understand you put your pride in it. But your money that you lost, you're going to get property, like you said. But Raheem's not going to come back up. You know? Yeah. He's gone. He's, that's it. And we don't see Radio Raheem's family. Mm -mm. We don't. There, there's not about to be press over this. There's, it's not about to be like now it is, how it is nowadays, where we're about to get lawyers out and try to figure things out and try to do anything. Like, that's it. That's the end of his story, bro. That's My guy's gone. His family will mourn. His friends will mourn. And that, that is it. And the other thing, too, is that the last conversation that Saul and Mookie have together, I think, is really emblematic of their whole entire relationship. Because mm -hmm. Saul, like, they're mad at each other. And Saul gives him like five hundred dollars. No, yeah, it, but the way he gave five hundred, I was shitty. He threw it at him. That is so demeaning. Yeah, I, that is like you treat like that's. He didn't think of us as a I human mean, at that point. I think he still did. See, listen, he gave him five. They're shitty at each other. He still gave him five hundred dollars, right? And then Mookie was like, "Oh, he was like, ah, I threw so yeah, it back throw up. money." And he was like, "Oh, you fifty bucks." And then Saul's like, "Take the money." He's like, "No, fuck you. You take the money. You take the money." And he sit there and look at it. 
And then like Saul like looks at the ground. And he's like, come on, man, like fucking take it. And then Mookie still grabs the money up and takes it anyway. And I feel like <sighs> Saul is a shitty dad. That to me feels like a shitty dad thing for whatever reason. Just to remind the problem. I mean, yeah, that, but also like the way he's like, I'm trying to take it. He's doing a little extra for Mookie. He's like, I'm trying to take care of you, but also fuck you. Right? Like that's yeah. feels like that's how Saul leads his whole entire family, probably. I don't fucking know. But like, you know, when Saul was saying that Mookie would always have a place at the pizzeria, he's like, uh, he's like, my boys are gonna take this over one day. And like, sure, he's talking to Mookie like his family, but we already know Mookie's never gonna I don't think Mookie's rising in the ranks of here, right? Is Mookie's going to get to open his own Saul's? Right. No. Saul and brothers, he's like, Mookie, it's, 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 it's Saul and sons. Like, you're not really one of the sons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what? Mookie's going to fucking run his own Italian pizza joint somewhere in New York in the 80s that feels a little far-fetched. So, like, he doesn't have a chance here. He's doing his job. He's not being a great employee, but, like, still, he's, he's around. And, I don't know, just their last conversation kind of wraps things up. And, like, don't even talk about Radio Raheem. And then we get these last two quotes about the movie. Uh, from the movie. I'm going to read them. Oh, off. yeah, yeah, I remember that. So Martin Luther King, these are two quotes on violence at the end of the movie. It's Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Martin Luther King says, violence as a way of achieving racial uh, justice is both impractical and immoral. It's impractical because it's a descending spiral ending in destruction for all. Read the rest of the quote. You guys can find it. <laughs> um, I'm not going to read them both. They're kind of long. And then it's Malcolm X's quote, which is, uh, I think there are plenty of good people in America, but there are also plenty of bad people in America. And the bad ones are the ones who seem to have all of the power and be in a position to block things that you and I need. Damn. Which kind of feels like fucking today still. And then he goes, uh, what do you guys, um, it doesn't mean that I advocate violence, but at the same time, I'm, I'm not against using violence in self-defense. And in this situation, it doesn't seem like they're using violence again, using violence. We're going to call the first act of violence. The first act of violence, I guess, is the radio being broken with a baseball bat. Mm -hmm. Really, if we're talking about damaging of property, honestly, who damaged property first? Right. If that's the big indicator that something's fucked up, who damaged property first? But um, the getting the window broken. Yeah, it's violent, a violent act, but it also it's just property. And I think in America, we really put a lot of value on property, even over human life, a lot, even still today. And I don't mind his property getting fucked up in response to Radio Raheem losing his life. Yeah. It sucks that it's happening in a neighborhood, but it really sucks that radio's dead. And like, it's not going to fix shit. It's a fucking riot now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. all the things leading up to the riot are the things that need to be addressed, not just the riot itself. Right. People get mad at the riot, but not the things that led up to it. And this is why they're going to happen again. Because you're not fixing the shit that was it. Was it the problem. way? Who was the who was the person that stopped from them and attacking the Koreans? Was it the mayor? Uh, no, it was a uh, sweet Dick Willie and the three of them. They started walking over because they was mad about it anyway, and then they just weren't. They were just like, mm. whatever. He said, "I'm black." Man. He said, "I'm black." <laughs> yeah. He said, "You black?" <laughs> no, I'm fine, man. I guess. Fuck it. <laughs> Which I mean, I think too. It's just, that's it. Felt like everyone kind of got burnt out. Like it just it wasn't worth it. And then the police show up, and it's even worse. Yeah. Uh, if oh glad luckily 1989 things have drastically changed yeah good thing that was so long ago and things aren't doing that still we're, we're so much better in america now and not dealing with the same shit. Also, I, I couldn't remember one of the people in the crowd when the bride was happening like when they when they killed him it was like like said one of you guys were also one of the cops was also black 
Yeah, uh, Smiley said, "Oh, Smiley. Smiley's one of my favorite characters." Smiley's yeah, he's like, he's like, he said, one of the cops was like, "I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter. Look at what black cops just did two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, whatever." Yeah. Uh, that's not the point. The point is that the whole structure is fucked. Like, also, these guys are last thing before we wrap it up and talk about what the next movie. Is. A lot of these guys, I feel like, are fighting institutionalized racism and they don't have a word for it and they don't realize it. And I bet they feel crazy. Yeah, because when the three of them are sitting and talking, he's like, "Man, I can't get this fucking job or something like that." And he's like, "It's because I'm a black man." He's like, "Oh, I'm tired of that shit," but it's like. But there are barriers in place. Oh, because the dude was like, I'm going to open up my own store here one day. And he's like, yeah, but I'm shit. Like, yeah, how the yeah, fuck are you? Yeah, right. yeah, he's how you like, now nah, I'm going to go over here and spend my money with the Koreans. So, yeah, yeah also, that, 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 I mean, it makes it for very questions. Like, the Koreans are able to get a, the shop ruler that quickly, and he can't. I mean, why can't he? The, the system is built. So I mean, that, that's, I also that's, imagine he probably doesn't have a great job. And then the question is going to be, why doesn't he have a great job? The, Maybe the, the Koreans system. got a loans. How come he can't get a loan? Like, yeah, it's going to be all like, you don't even. I feel like now we have nice. a lot of those answers. We don't even like back in the day, though. You probably have to feel like you're being gaslit by the world. Yeah, yeah it's. I don't know. Well, next week's movie is going to be Black Dynamite. Nice. Black Dynamite. Yeah. Black Dynamite. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, that'll be fun. That's a good one. Hell yeah. Uh, thanks for hanging out with the podcast. Uh, this, I think, will be the last heavy movie we talk about for Black History Month. Now it's only fun movies from here on out. Yeah, yeah. house party, baby. The house party double feature. Maybe we sincerely yeah. might end the month with a house party double <laughs> that'd feature. Be, that'd be a good one. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm kind of down for that. So, uh, you guys have to watch both movies, though. It's be a double feature. You're getting a dunce at. Well, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Stick around for the raid. Let us know what you thought about this movie and have a great weekend, y'all. It's been Peace. real. Bye.